Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fans bonus content, The Fan and Friends. Tonight, we have a special guest all the way from Philadelphia, Mr. Grover Washington III. We'll be talking about sports. We'll be talking about the entertainment industry. We'll be talking about just about anything. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the smooth sounds of Grover Washington III. Even though I'm in Dallas, I am still the Cleveland sports fan. Okay. Um, so what is it that you wanted to discuss with me? Well, you see, with, with the I've known Grover now for, what, 12, 15, 15 years now. It was uh, 2005 you and I met. Was it? Yeah. Good old uh, what was the name <laughs> company. What was the name of the company? Megas. Magus, Magus Productions. Magus Productions. Taking me way back. Take, I just take, got a call from him the other day. You, you know what? Called me the other day. Check in on me. Because here's, here's and protests and all that. Here's the thing. I actually talked with him about a week ago and brought up a whole bunch of memories. And he went through his whole phone book and called everyone that we used to work with. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's pretty cool. Well, you know, he, I, okay. I, I, I don't know if I wanted to, to talk about Megasphere, but um, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Uh, Richard was a, an interesting man to work for. I worked for him from 2004 to 2008. I think you were on the show that I quit. I, I think so. Uh, down in Tampa. Yeah, I think yeah, he flew you that. in for the Tampa show. Yeah, I was on that. <clears throat> and uh, it, it was a tumultuous <laughs> uh, relationship between Richard and I. He was, uh, you know, I mean, I, I love Richard. Richard gave me a lot of work, took good care of me. But the real reason that I called you 
was because I know that you're into sports. I am. Not I'm, as much lately, but you know. Well, I'm, living I'm in Philadelphia. I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Living in Philadelphia, that makes sense because you have fan. you have not had anything to really cheer for in years. Well, we won a Super Bowl three years ago with Nick Foles. I, and then you got rid of him. Well, you know, because he was quote unquote older, they didn't feel that he was a franchise starting. He wasn't a starting QB and they wanted to go a different direction. I mean, I get that, but, you know, that's not to say I'm not happy with Jalen Hurts. He's proven to be a pretty good player. Um, but he's still young too. That he's still young. And once he figures out when to stay in the pocket and when to roll out and when to throw it away and when to, you know, just take the sack. Um, I think that'll, that'll help his game a whole lot more and help the Eagles out a whole lot more. The, Uh, The Eagles front office seems to be doing a much better job than they were doing about 10 years ago. Uh, even though they got the Nick Foles Super Bowl, you know, there was, there was years that Philadelphia that you'd just sit there and be like, yep, here, here comes the Eagles. Right. I mean, but, you know, but I, I think with this new group that you or, or the people that you have going right now, especially behind Jalen Hurts, now they have somebody to build a team around. Yeah. Yeah. And they have some really good receivers right now. I've seen some things out of some of these receivers. I'm in, I'm very impressed. You know, the way they catch the ball, the way they, you know, control the ball, you know, um, the way they run run their routes. So I think we have a promising receiving crew. Um, I'm still not sold on the running running backs. Boston Scott is pretty good, but, you know, and what's the other guy's name? I can't remember his name right now. They're not – they're not running backs I would fear as – a defensive player. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, Boston Scott's okay. You know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be like, oh, oh, crap, we're running up against Boston Scott. We got to get our game together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he's not, he's he, not he, a, an imposing or a, uh, you know, he's not a, he's, he doesn't, he's not a threat as much as they need him to be. Let's see here. Miles Sanders. Yeah, he was uh, uh, Saquon Barkley's uh, counterpart in Penn State. And Kenneth Gainwell are are your... He's like a slot receiver. They're using yeah. him as a slot guy. Uh, uh, he scored a touchdown the other day. He, he, he played well. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, Let's see, that was, that was the uh, San Francisco game, right? Yeah. Um, I, Sam, I wasn't really pleased with the game. Well, like, like you're kind of in that Cleveland Browns boat right now where it's a new, it's a newer, it's a newer team. It's going to take a few games for them to gel. I think, right. I, I think Philadelphia is going to be a lot tougher than, than everyone's expecting. Jalen hurts. I, I actually like this guy. Uh, I liked him in college. I like him here. This is going to be a good fit for him. Yeah, your running game is a a little bit to be 
desired, but if, if you think about it, just like, just like Cleveland, it's been, we, this is Baker Mayfield's fourth year and they mm-hmm. finally got a team around them. Yeah. I'm impressed by what I've seen from Cleveland so far. That's a, uh, uh, well, they're going to, they're going to upset. They're going to upset some teams. And unfortunately Lee, for you, you're in, you're in a league now with, with Mr. Tom Brady, uh, or you're in, in a, you're in the national league. You, you well, have yeah. to deal with Tom Brady, now, now. We're at, you know, NFC, but we don't see him until we wouldn't see him until playoffs. Really? Where, do we play Tampa Bay anytime this year? Do we play Tampa Bay? Uh, let me no, look at your schedule here. I don't, I don't think we play Tampa Bay. Uh, don't you do you play Tampa Bay on October 17th, October 14th, where it is going to be a home game. Perfect. We got a chance. You definitely have a chance. Uh, I think if they sharpen up the secondary, wait, yeah. Think, think about this. Think about this Grover. It's that's week six. So you've still got three games before that right. that hits. Um, I mean, they may need to make a trade or pick someone up from another team. You know what I'm saying? They, they might need to make some moves in secondary because, you know, Eagles are always known for having that one guy that's just going to come in and disrupt everything. And we don't have that anymore. We have no Brian Dawkins. We have no Malcolm Jenkins. We have no uh, going way back. What was the cat's name? Uh, Anyway, you know, going back decades, we've always had that secondary, you know, that was like, you know, they weren't perfect, but they were always strong. And we always had strong linebacks. Brandon Graham is, uh, Brandon Graham is out. He just blew out his Achilles. Mm. You know, and that's generally an old man injury. And he is 36, 35. That's old for football. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, he's kind of up there in age. He, he thought about, I think he thought about retiring, but he's like, nah, I'm going to give it one more go. So we just let, he was the captain of the defense. So now who's going to take over? You know, that's important. That's way important. I, and, you know, if they don't have a, a field general out there on defense, you know, I, I feel like the defense is just going to fall apart. Well, let's see. You're, you're uh, it's only the second week of the season. I can't look at, I can't look at those stats right now, but uh, how, how do you see, how do you see the NFC this year? Um, I think that it will be a battle between, let's see. I mean, NFC South has got, you know, uh, Tampa Bay, of course. There's Atlanta. Uh, you know, there, there's some teams out there that present some problems. I think, I think the Cowboys will probably do well. I think Dak, Dak's looked good so far this Dak's season. Dak's looked good so far. You know, it's all about, you know, it's hard to predict, predict because an injury could happen at any given moment in time. So, you know. <sighs> well, look, we just lost four quarterbacks this past weekend. So what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, there were four quarterbacks injured this weekend that oh, right. will not be playing next week. So, 
it's totally possible that an injury could happen anytime. Right. So, right. I, I mean, out of the NFC, I, I actually watched the, the giants game the other day and I, I hate New York. Everyone knows I hate New York, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I see a little bit of promise there with that. I, that Giants I think quarterback, team. man, the quarterback in New York is uh, suspect. Well, that that's that's always been a problem, though. I mean, Eli Manning was even he was very unpredictable. He he was either going to have a great game. Well, he, or, he got he got one, two rings in New York. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, just, he did hey, what he had to do. I don't hey, see any rings in uh, Dan. What's his name? Dan. I don't even know the guy's name. Uh. New York hey, quarterback. Uh, it's the new kid. What What is his name? Uh, box score. He's not hurt right now, is he? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, passing Teddy. Teddy. No, that that was Daniel Jones. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Daniel yeah, Jones. Saquon Barkley's looked like looked like crap. Yeah, so I far this year he's he's been off so long. He's I think he's lost a little bit of his, his edge, mojo competitiveness because in the back of his mind, back of his mind, he's still thinking about his knee. Uh, let's see here. Daniel Jones, 22 completions, 37 attempts. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I Did saw you see him. him get tripped up by the uh, turf and blow a touchdown? Yes. Yeah, they, he's still young. He's still young. He's st- I, three quarters of the teams right now have quarterbacks that are young that are doing stupid things. So I'm I'm not gonna. Not everyone's gonna have an Aaron Rodgers. I think I interrupted you. You were about to say something about Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what do you want me to say about Trey? Um, I mean, I, can you say in over your head for both the coach as well as the quarterback? Yeah, it I mean, just seems like a lot of chaos down there. I, I, they are in so much trouble. It, it's not funny. And I mean, I don't know who in their right mind thought that it was a good idea to put a rookie quarterback with a rookie. He's a college coach, man. He's 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 a college quarterback. So I, 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 I don't even know where Jacksonville, Jacksonville is going to end up last in, in, in that league. uh, I think, Um, I think what's been, surprising to me was uh was pittsburgh um pittsburgh does not look good and i think i think um big ben is now dealing with an injury which excites me even more as a cleveland browns fan (laughs) Um, i'm not a big uh my my brother-in-law has converted my sister and my nieces into Steelers fans, and I I take offense to that because they're raised in Philly. But <laughs> so anytime, anytime the Steelers lose, I I have a little smile. 
now, now I do have to ask you, do you think, okay, we saw, we saw Tom Brady go from the new England Patriots down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Arians is the coach, another college coach. I have been arguing this point since the beginning. Bruce Arians basically bought a team. And, you know, uh, well, let's see how many, how many of those players came from new England and had played with Tom Brady before almost half that team. Okay. He didn't buy it. The owner of the team, but I understand that. But does that make, does that make Bruce Arians a good coach? Even though, um, yeah, for, you know, I, I mean, some other coaches might not like that. Some people might not like it, but that's in my mind, that's a smart move. I, Think about being, it. If, it's, if those players are available and they want to play for that team with these other players and play with Tom Brady, what, I mean, you know, what can you do? There's, there's nothing that you can, you know, I mean, Bruce, I do think Bruce Arians is a qualified coach, um, but he's, you know, you got Tom Brady when you're not, you know, it's not like you're, he was not going into his first season hurting. Not at all. And they'll probably make the playoffs if not go back to the Super Bowl. Mm, not, not, now you're now you're in the talk that I I'd love to get into. Who do you think might make it to the Super Bowl? I I think it'll be Tampa Bay and the Chiefs again. Mm, after and the, watching, and this time the Chiefs win. After watching the Chiefs play Baltimore on Sunday, I will full fledged put 100% into the fact that it's going to be Tom Brady versus Baker Mayfield. I do not think Kansas city is going to be able to pull it off. Uh, mm, mm, mm. There's only three teams in the AFC that are really going to fight for, for the super bowl. And that's, that's going to be the Browns, the Ravens and and Kansas City. Um, God, it's so weird looking at the stat sheet right now and seeing Kansas City in last place. Uh, although I think the Chargers are going to be tough too. The Chargers are kind of my my dark horse in 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 the AFC. In the NFC, I'm I'm thinking that the Bucks, the Rams. God, I don't want to say Green Bay. I really don't want to say Green Bay because I, I don't like all the turmoil that's happened there. But I, I think it's going to end up being Green Bay. I think that's the three, three teams that are going to pull it out in the NFC. Eagles have a chance in in a wild card position, though. They're, they their division. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna take their division unless the Dallas Cowboys pick their crap up. Well. <sighs> Like I said, they just lost Brandon Graham for the season. It's hard to recover from Achilles injury, Achilles rupture at, I mean, any time, but, oh, you know, I don't know his exact age, but I know he's closer to 35 than he's, you know. So 
that's, you know, that doesn't bode well for his recovery. That's a tough injury to come back from. And at that age, you don't heal as quick, you know. So there's concerns there, you know, for, for the Eagles defense. Like, what, what you know, <laughs> We need a we need a we need a we need a solid defense. Yeah, but you're you're so close. I mean, you are you're so far away from the trade deadline right now that that there's a lot of stuff that could happen. And that's what in- I'm saying. And I don't think Lori will make the moves needed to. You know, I, I just think he'll do go with what he has. That's the kind of coach he has. He's a cheat. He's, I think he's cheap when it comes to, you know, certain positions. That I don't want to hear. I, 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 I really think, I mean, it, you know, they got Jalen Hurts in the draft and it's, you know, he's panning out right now, but they ain't paying him. They're paying him peanuts. Yeah, they're to- paying him peanuts right now. But the 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 thing is, is I don't know. Uh, there's a different mentality when you start to get a a franchise quarterback and, and, and don't, don't let, don't let your mind think that Scott thinks that Baker Mayfield is a franchise quarterback or anything like that. Um, I like Baker Mayfield, you know, because I'm not really a Cleveland fan, I'm not going to jump behind him, but if he's playing the team that I don't care for playing a team, you know, that I think he can beat, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll get behind him. You know, I, there's certain, certain teams I vote for, or cheer for because, you know, they're underdogs. I like the underdogs. Browns are still underdogs, you know. Um, you know, right now with all the turmoil, Green Bay is kind of an underdog, so to speak. I mean, you know, which, you know, we know. Which, which quarterback do you put out there? Well, which which uh, which Aaron Rodgers is going to show up on any given Sunday? Yeah, it's going to be they- like. Man, I'm tired of this shit. Here, throw the ball this way. You know, he, go, the, he, he may do as little as possible, you know, the, to finally force a trade. The first weekend or the first week of, of the season, that was an Aaron Rodgers that I sat back and went, I've never seen any, I've never seen him play like that. It was not good. He, he did not look good. I mean, I, he probably spent, you know, spent his off season, you know, Hanging out, drinking tequila, and partying with his girl Shailene Woodley. Like I, that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> I, you got a fine honey like that? I'd be where, and I'd come into camp. I'd be rusty. But you know, Aaron Rodgers going to take I a told, couple games to get his couple games I, to get. His, I totally get forgot him. that his girlfriend was uh was the the girl from Make It or Break It, um, uh, and and she's young. Yeah, she's cutie pie too um they're engaged i think i, I love aaron Rodgers. <laughs> let's talk about some new quarterbacks that we're seeing this year um we we've got jalen hurts that came out he's looking well he's second. looking looking pretty good but you also have uh joe burrow in Cincinnati, he really only played what two games last year before he got hurt. It was two or four games, and he's starting to look like he can actually throw a ball. We haven't seen the whole turmoil in San Francisco play out yet. Um, 
but I do believe we'll see that this year. Uh, Trey Lance, I, you know, I still don't understand why. Um, well, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out why. Uh, why nobody is, you know, I'm I'm still thinking about this Colin Kaepernick situation. What about it? I mean, why is you know? Why is he not? Why is playing? he not on any team? Is he that blackballed because he made that big of a stand and that and they're really still on blackballing from the league? He may not even want to play right now, but nobody's talking about him as a quarterback. He's got experience. He won a won a Super Bowl. I don't oh. know what's you know that that whole man. That's so childish. I, I I'm I'm not the, okay. I've always said never let politics enter sports. Right. Um, and, and that's, that's just the way I am. It's, it, you know, I don't care about Kaepernick kneeling or any of that crap. Um, I mean, I don't like it, but at the same token, go out there and play ball. But once, once that game starts, the, the, the politics in America don't matter anymore. What matters well, is not supposed to, but what matters is 60 minutes of football, 60 minutes of football, just let it go and play a game. And, and the guy was good at what he did, but it, it was the same thing that we saw with Michael Vick. Like when Michael Vick came back, nobody really wanted to play with him. Right. Um, uh, I, I, I don't care who it is out there. I'll stand behind whatever quarterback goes out there, but I mean, at the same token, take, take the politics out. Well, you know, in this day and age, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, because it's everywhere. It's on the, it's on the TV. It's on your phone. It's on Facebook. It's, it's in your face so much. It is hard not to notice and hard, you know, to keep that noise quiet especially when you're a professional athlete trying to focus on your job, you know, um, you know, that's, that's a great point. I I mean, you, we see it in the entertainment industry, right? I mean, NFL is an entertainment company. They're putting on a show and, and, you know, it, it it transposes across all of the sports, Mm -hmm. you know, Baseball, football, hockey, uh, basketball. It's, it, but you know, why can't we just all get along? Uh, there, there are, there's still some great quarterbacks out there that, that are not playing. There's still some great football players that aren't playing. Uh, I, I was, I was happy to see Bell come back. Uh, cause I, I didn't think that he would get a job again. Bell. Uh, Ladavian Bell. Oh, okay. Ex Pittsburgh running back. Yeah. Yeah. Created enough turmoil in one city and then went to another city and created turmoil. And usually, if you create turmoil in two cities, you tend to never make it back. Um, yeah. Just like a Josh Gordon. Uh, he made. Yeah. A, he was he was an exceptional wide receiver, but he he couldn't keep the drugs out of his mouth. And that's uh, uh, although that's that's a totally different. I'm I'm about tired of hearing 
uh, Major League Baseball, football, all of them bitching about weed. Um, weed never should have been illegal in the first place. It was a plant. No, it was it's, right. It's a freaking plant. The can, Bible does say enjoy partaking all herbs and spices and things grown from the ground. Herbs and spices and everything nices. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, there's several was, in the Bible that suggest that living off the land, you know, like if it grows out the ground, it's, you know, God put that there for you. Man, well, this is and, the this is the first year that we haven't heard a lot of talk about people being suspended for pot. And it's no. leading me to believe that the NFL may have changed its policy and not I mean, it, it may be that silent policy that we're not going to talk about. Well, it's going to be, you know, it'll be an in-house corporate thing, if anything, after a mm -hmm. while. Because as more and more states legalize either for medicinal or for recreational, it's going to be like, you. I know I work for you, but during my off time, like, you know, as long as if it affects your performance, that's one thing. But, but I, I think that's you know, I think a lot of players use it for pain and anxiety. I think that's the major point right there. If you're using it to get a leg up, that's one thing. But but pot's <laughs> not a leg up, guys. That, that right, right. Pot they puts you to sleep. Right. They suspended the girl in the Olympics for smoking. We say it was a performing enhancing drug. No, you you run slower because you're actually last time at, I. Last time I partook, <laughs> I had some indica and it put me in the couch. <laughs> so, like, oh, now that's a now it's performance. How is it a performing enhancing drug? Because that's it's still labeled as class class A or class one, whatever the designation is, and that's ridiculous. I mean, the the last time. I smoked pot, which was a very long time ago. All I did was sit on a couch saying potato. I mean, you know, I haven't smoked in a long time either. I mean, God, it's been about 35, 45 minutes. That's <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it, you know you, you, you I don't should... understand why it's not legal all over. Legalize it, tax it, and keep it moving. Well, that that's kind of that's kind of the key point that you just made. I know that we're not on sports right now, but honestly, do you know how good the economy is in Colorado right now? Oh, they're, they have surplus. They have profits. They have money that we're yeah. in the middle of a pandemic and they have money because they're taxing pot, yep. you know, legalize it. That then the people in Mexico or the people in Canada aren't going to be trying to get it across the border because it's already here well and, and in that case then you open up open up the trade lines that's i you know i'm not a big fan of people smoking pot uh, while we're marijuana, working marijuana and cocaine are legal recreationally legal in mexico are they really See, yep. I, I don't know if I can. Same as Oregon. Don't think I could get behind the cocaine thing because that's man produced. 
Well, they took a bunch of things off the lists because, you know, they have such a problem with, you know, junkies and stuff that, you know, they wanted to make it easier. They wanted to make it legal so that they could then get the funds to treat people Hmm. for addiction. Well, if, if it works, do it. Yeah, heroin's legal, cocaine's legal, marijuana's legal, uh, mushrooms are legal. It's crazy. Hey, Zid, I just from I did remember that you're from Philly. Philly, we got Jaws here. That's Your Philadelphia Phillies are only four point four and a half games out of the wild card. Yeah, they for won't. baseball, it's a wrap. You, Their season's over. Well, I hate done. to hear that. I hate to hear that. Put a fork in them. I hate to hear that. Put a fork in them. That that's okay. There was there's mate. I I've been harping all year that that the Cleveland Indians only spent fifty million dollars this year on their now, team. Now let me ask you something as a Cleveland Indians fan. This is Ooh. a little topic, but how do does the name Indians bother you as the name like with the Washington Redskins? Like you know is Cleveland Indians really a uh, do you feel it's a, a disrespectful or you know do you, you know all right there's a there's there's a college in Cleveland called Case Western Reserve and Case Western Reserve does all of the history for the state of Ohio they actually have a story about Psychalexis who was an Indian who played for the Cleveland Indians and they talk about the Cleveland Indians being named the Indians for psychologics. Now there's, there's like five different places that you could go. Some people say that that was what the Indians were named after. Some don't, I don't have a problem with the name Indians. It's right. not derogatory derogatory, right? I don't have a problem with the Kansas city chiefs. I don't think that that's derogatory. I don't have a problem with the Atlanta Braves. I, the Washington Redskins, uh, you know, it's just, it's names. I think that people, I think that people nowadays take things to the extreme. Everyone it, is so politically correct now. You can't even crack a joke in some but, area. But that, that's, that's the thing is that you could be sitting in an elevator and fart and you're canceled. Right. You know, Nobody can live up to the standards. That's why I'm not working that much because I fart in every elevator. (laughs) I think it's because you can't walk on ice, but we'll get into that story later. Uh, (laughs) I, 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 it's impossible for anyone to live up to the standards that the media and everyone else are, are putting out there for people right now. Um, and, and, and you're starting to see it because the people that were canceling people are now getting canceled. Right. Uh, it, at some point in time, you have to go back to the Bible and understand that, that forgiveness is, is not a sin. Forgiveness right. is the way that you're supposed right. to live right. your life. Right. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get totally, I, 
I'm a Bible guy. I'm a Jesus guy. I, I, I love my religion, but I'm not, I'm not here to preach to people. That's, that's not my job. I'm here to right. talk about sports, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it's come down to the, the fact that we're hurting more people's lives by not living biblically. And at some point in time, that's got to stop. So my understanding that the Bible is a bunch of stories that actually happened. And there were many contributors to the Bible from what I understand. Correct. How do we know that every one of those stories is actual and true? Um, you know, a burning bush could have been a strike of lightning, a random strike of lightning that lit the bush on fire. Now it's, you know, um, you know, is there really a heaven and a hell? Like, you know, you know, certain, you know, certain parts of, you know, certain, for instance, the right wing conservative uh, Christians, they, you know, <laughs> they want they want you to be born but as soon as you're born they don't give a damn about you well I wouldn't necessarily say that <laughs> um, so, think, think, think about some of the things that they're, they're trying to go back to 1950s and 60s you know, uh, 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 standards of living, like the way it was with, you know, uh, segregation and, you know, they want to go back to them days. They want to go back to the Klan days. A clean and pure life. And I can't accept that, you know, religion doesn't teach that, not the Bible I read. So what Bible are they reading that they think that, you know, well, ultimately they're far superior. Ultimately man is man, right? Man is the center. It's man's going to do what man does living by the Bible is it, they're the ones that are going to have to atone for that in their death. You know, all we can, all we can do is live by the word that's written in the Bible. Yes, the Bible was written by several different people, but it was also written as God's word. Now, as far as faith goes, sometimes you just have to believe. You can have no proof of it whatsoever. You just have to believe. And, and, and that's, that's where faith comes in. Yeah. I guess I'm at a point in my life where I really question everything and something like that, you know, I got a question. It just, I don't know. It sounds, it sounds a little made up to me and I hope none of your listeners come after me for saying this, but believing everything in the bible as as word i mean yeah it's a good guidebook it's a it's a it's like a handbook for life in my opinion 
So, you know, I'll refer to it and refer to stories or if I'm working at, you know, church gig and a pastor, I'll take a listen and see how it, you know, affects my life. But you know, I'm not completely sold on, you know, I believe there's a higher power. Someone, cre something created this. And, you know, then you get into the evolutionists versus the, you know, uh, the creationists. You know, I mean, I, if what I learned in school about how planets are formed, um, this planet was formed probably in a similar way. And at that point, once life was on earth and it evolved, that's the natural process. But to say that I am not sold on some higher, some greater being created earth. And I mean, you know, he created all these other galaxies too. It sounds like, you know, the way that every planet is created is very scientific and not random. Well, I could scientifically show you that the earth is flat. It's not, but I could scientifically show you that it is, you know, it's, it all, I understand as people get older, you start to question a lot of things. Yeah. I, I do. I mean, this is not the same world that I grew up in. No. Uh, you know, I, I guess the only thing that I can do is abide by the rules that, 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 that are put to me in the Bible. Uh, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. You know what? If everyone lived by these rules, would be a much better place be a great place you know people talk about that and that's what i'm saying like there's a lot of religious folk that going around you know you should be doing this and you should be and the bible says this and the bible says that well the bible says thou not should covet another man's woman but you out here cheating you know it says you shouldn't you know kill you shouldn't steal people out here stealing every day it's, you know, you know, and people don't take those basic commands seriously. But you're, you're never going to have a good marriage if you're not following it. If, if, if you're going out. I'm never going to have a good marriage because I'm not marriage material. <laughs> I'm not a relationship guy. <laughs> okay. That's why I'll never be married. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, honestly, in, in our line of work, it's hard to be married. It is. Unless you marry someone else in the business that, Un you know, that understands, understands what it's like, yeah, I might not see you for four months because I'm on tour and you're all, you're over in Europe. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're still together, but you know, you, we call them squares, a chick that just works in nine to five and does the same thing every day at the same desk, the same cubicle for the same boss that's underpaying her and treating her like shit. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and then there's you and then, and or, then or there's me. Where are you? Why aren't you home? You know, when are you I'm, coming home? I can't do this without you. Like I'm in Vancouver. I need and you, you get a you job. get a phone call you get a phone call saying 
Oh, the washing machine broke. Well, I'm in Vancouver. What? How? Don't don't call me up with a problem. You need to solve the problem right. while I'm gone. Right. When I come home, now you can leave it, and when I come home, I'll fix it. But I can't fix it over the phone. Can't do it here. From here. And and, and the other thing about that is is like when you're touring, there's there's temptation all around you. And yeah, I'm pretty. I'm over that though now. I'm over that. Oh, I'm I'm 53 years old now. Uh, I, I could. Here. I could care. I less, mean, yeah. Man. So if I meet a girl, she wants to throw me. You know, wants to connect. <laughs> cool, but I'm not going out of my way. I'm not. You know, I'm not. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> If it happens, it happens, but I'm not chasing. I'm not, you know, getting phone numbers and email addresses. You know, I'm not here. This is me. Hear me roar. Take me or leave me. I'm not changing for you or anybody else. Well, it's a, like I said, the, the, the business that, that you and I are in are, is a, is a business. Okay. I used to be, I was in the Navy for a while and I really consider being in the Navy almost exactly as being in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. People do not get the fact that I pick up at times for six, eight months. Mm -hmm. I'm gone. Right. No, it's, it's not, it's not the life for everyone. It yeah. is not the life for for a weak-minded person. I, you know, I have to give my uh, give my hats off to military wives. You know, I I think I think military wives have the toughest job of of the. Well, it's it is it is just like an entertainment person's wife. Yeah, man, um, I get deployed on tour for six weeks. I, you know, he gets deployed for six months in Iraq with fucking bullets flying all around like <laughs> that's a, yeah, you know, but, that's a strong woman that can be like okay he's okay he's over there hope he's not getting shot at i mean there's going to be a lot of stress and anxiety in that household while he's born unless you have a strong woman and they're hard know, to find. It, it's it's almost the, it's almost the same thing anymore in the entertainment industry though man we we run the i mean i i literally own a bulletproof vest now for shows uh, because shows have become so much of a target. It's, this is not the same world that we grew When we went, when I went into this in the eighties and nineties, I was like, ah, oh, man, this is the best job in the world. I love every minute of this. Now you're hearing about people getting shot at and stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, 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 we've, we've, we've turned the corner here. This is not right. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to, I don't know what to think of, of the, I mean, like I said, it's, it's a lot like the military. I literally now teach courses to other lighting designers about what to do during an emergency. I never thought that I would ever have to teach a lighting designer to shut the lights off if somebody starts shooting. 
because there's a better chance for people to get away. In the dark? Oh, yeah. If they can't see what they're shooting at. I mean, it, it used to be that we would turn all the lights on. Right. Right up until the Las Vegas thing. That's when it it's it's almost better to put the people in the dark and not let the shooter have sight to see what he's shooting at. Yeah, but then he's just going to shoot randomly and that might be worse. Hey, it, it's a, you have a better chance of getting away in the dark. And no venue I've ever been in goes completely dark. Well, that's not true, but a lot of venues. Well, it depends on if it's an indoor or an outdoor, or, or an outdoor facility. Like when, when we do the scenario of the Las Vegas shooter, that's an outdoor facility. So when all yeah. the lights go out, the There's people can lights. actually still There's see. No lights, right. Right. But it's a dark patch that he's shooting into. Yes, he's shooting at random, but I'd rather him not see where the bunches of people are. are, are um it's it's a it's a strange world to be in now because this is stuff that i mean when i started in this business when you started in this business well you started in this business as a baby because your dad was in it right um but when i started in it nobody ever thought that we would have to worry about this stuff and uh yeah, and I, I I think if your dad saw what was happening nowadays, he'd be turning in his grave. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if he if he saw what was going on with the Sixers right now, he'd be he's turning in his grave. <laughs> ben Simmons, oh my God, what a bust that was! Okay, so so now we're back uh, into sports for for a second. Yeah, because I figured we get back. I have to. Soon. I have to understand what is going on with the Sixers. I mean, the Sixers and Cleveland and the Cavaliers are about in the same boat. I, you know, my personal feeling, uh, my personal feeling is that Joel and B does more harm than good for that team. I think that if they removed Joel Embiid, I think Ben Simmons would have played better. Because when Embiid's in a game, he has to touch the ball on damn near every play. Okay. And I've seen periods where he's out injured and the flow of the game is much faster. The ball is getting distributed. You know, people are getting assists and, and – the shooting is good. All the stats seem to go up, but because he's the high, you know, because of he's, you know. It's kind of what I call in Cleveland, the Kevin Love syndrome. It's like, he's not the answer. Um, And that's. And, sorry. What's going to happen is Ben Simmons is going to go to another team and he's going to be a freaking megastar. Because then. He won't have to worry about Embiid having 50% of the touches, you know, 
half of the plays of every game got to go through and be he won't have that problem if he's if he's the starting premier you know if he goes you know he's the bmoc so to speak he won't have that issue it'll be his ball and i think that would give him more confidence for both his shooting and his i think it would cure his lack of what seems to be a sense of urgency when he plays you know, he just seems to be so cool and nothing fades him. He has a little face. And, uh, you know, I just I, I just think the Sixers didn't bring him along right. All There was too much focus on Embiid. And I'm pretty sure my father would agree. Uh, now, now, the Sixers are doing a heck of a lot better than the Cavaliers, though. Well, I mean, yeah, but. We should have, we should, with that lineup, they should have won. They should have at least made it to the, the the finals or at least to the Eastern Conference. They made it to the Eastern Conference finals, right? Right. They made it to the, they made yeah. it to the Eastern. No, Conference. they lost in the first round of the playoffs last this past season, right? Check that. Hang on. Hang on here. Come on, Staticus. Well, I'm bringing it up. That's McGillicuddy. Uh, let's see here. Eastern Conference, Philadelphia 76ers, number one. He, he is. Clinched the clinched. Okay, so they clinched the conference, but lost the conference championship. Yeah, that's what I thought. They lost yeah. the championship. You know, and. When you keep falling short like that, something's got to give. And I think I think the owner of the team, I think the owner of the team may have too much else going on to, I don't know, I, you know, he's flying around in airplanes and helicopters with Meek Mills, you know, and hanging out with rappers. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think as an owner, I mean, those things are cool. He's a young guy. He's younger than both of us, but I don't think, I think his focus is elsewhere. I don't think he, it's just business the team. He's not, he's not, I don't think he's focused on winning. He just focused on competing because it makes money. Hey, you, uh, let's see, who did you lose this year? Nobody, but you know, Ben Simmons is is he's not showing up for camp. Dwight Howard is a Laker now. He went back to the Lakers. Uh, I just clicked on his name and it says that he's with the Lakers. So, oh, wow. okay, uh, that's interesting. That's of course uh, let's go with LeBron and get another ring. Uh, LeBron's not the answer. I, 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 I'm from Cleveland. I, I love LeBron James, but he is not the answer. He is not the be all. He is not, he is not Michael Jordan. Well, of players playing right now of players playing right now. That's fine. Michael Jordan had loyalty. He stayed with the team until the end. Uh, that, I mean, clearly, he is, 
but these younger players have no uh they have no uh, uh you know it's just get paid and play ball they have no um what's the word i'm looking for not commitment but they have no it's like that's oh, just a team like that's <laughs> eh, just a team I'm playing i'm getting paid uh, I can't think of the term I want to use, but, you know, it's like some players, I want to play for this team and I don't want to play for nobody else. This is my team. This is my family. This is my home. You know, there's none of that, I don't think. I mean, to, to, you know, Cleveland, Miami, L.A. We, he went back to Cleveland, right, after Miami. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland, L.A., like, yeah that was that was actually a question i was just about to ask you because we were talking about buying a ring uh bruce arians and the tampa bay buccaneers they bought a ring is is that the way that life should be i mean because because the miami heat was the first team that i ever really remembered buying a ring um yeah that was kind of a that, that wasn't just kind of. They bought. The announcement, the, the, whatever the. Yeah, that was corny to me. Bosh. LeBron. I, 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 uh, um, oh my gosh. Now now my mind's going crazy. Um, Dwayne Wade. That was buying a ring. Yeah. You got the three best players in the league. Well, LA's trying to do that right now, and it's not working. And they're failing. Because, you know, like you said, as great as as good as uh LeBron is, he's not, you know, he's not Magic Johnson. Okay, so so far for this year, you have Charles Bassey, Gary Clark, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, Joel Embid. Embiid, that's the signature Embiid. center. Danny Green to Bias Harris, Aaron Henry, Isaiah Jones, Firkin, Cork, Corkmaz, Corkmaz, Tyrese Maxey, Shaq Milton. Shake is good. There, uh, see, those are young guys that are developing. They showed a lot this year. You know, when, when Ben was doing whatever Ben was doing and when Embiid was hurt. You know, those guys showed me, they showed me some, you know, they showed me they got some game. They got some, you know, you know, uh, shape got a little Allen in him just in terms of his ability to stir up the offense and make things happen. Um, you know, Maxie's, Maxie's is a pretty good shooter and pretty good defender. But you just picked up a new center as well, Philippe. Oh. Phil, Philip Petrusev has not played a game yet. Center six foot 11, 225 pounds. That's a beanstalk. Yeah, he's coming from Russia. Yeah, what, what the f- see, <laughs> you, know what I mean? you got Paul Reed, Grant Ryler, Mike Scott, Ben Simmons, Jaden Springer, and Matisse Thibel. Yeah, Thibel's good, he's a good defender. He's only he's young too. Yeah, he's another one of those youngsters. I mean, they're first in the league in the East, but win. They got to win. They, I, I don't think your dad's going to be turning in the grave as much as possible. Now, you did lose Dwight Howard, which 
Eh, Sucks. Eh, he was suspect anyway. His game fell off so much. All you can do is dunk. That's uh. All he does is dunk. And he sometimes get a block shot. He's always in foul trouble. You know, he's always a you know a problem with the refs. Uh, That's. I don't like that kind of energy on my team. You know. Yeah. And B, I, same way. He's always he argues every single. Shut up and play basketball, man. Let the ref do his job. It's not gonna be every every decision ain't gonna be perfect, but your job is to play ball, not to officiate, motherfucker. Hey, hang on, isn't that what I just said? What? Shut up and play ball. Shut up and play ball. Just shut play up. the ball, man. Just shut up and play. Uh, I, and I, that's across all sports. You, you know, play, man. If you want to protest racism, that's fine. But why do it? That's you know setting yourself up for destruction when you do that on a corporate. I, on a corporate level like that. I, I believe he made that. his point, but at what cost, you know, yeah, he may be doing all right now and not need the NFL, but you know, I have, I have throughout my life. I, I, I have always told people, I don't see color. Don't care about it. Don't care to hear about it. I have friends that are black. I have friends that are white. Most of the people I work with are black. I mean, shoot, you saw that. I was like Richard's right-hand man through his mm-hmm. time there. And, and just, just play, just play, just, just hit play the, the hockey puck. Play your best game. Don't worry about anything else. You're getting paid to play. Win a championship. Then you could talk shit. Uh, how did your flyer? I, I didn't watch hockey Flyers last year. Didn't do t- I, I, I didn't really catch too much. They didn't do too well. They still have some issues. I'm uh I, I live here in Dallas, but I can't stand the Dallas Stars. Um, so I, I don't really watch as much hockey anymore. Hockey season is supposed to start what end of September in like four days. Yeah. Um. Now so, Cleveland, Cleveland has a team. No, no, Columbus, Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh right, right. right. Uh, but I was always a Detroit, Detroit Red Wings fan. Yeah, and. Uh, Detroit Red Wings and and the New York Rangers, um, but I I uh, well Mark Messier was like my favorite player, and uh, I actually in in like 2012 or 2000 I, I forget when it was I was working the national or uh, the National Hockey League's All Star Game here in Dallas. And uh, Nick Kiprios, who used to play for the uh, the Rangers, looked at me and and he was like, "Who's your who's your favorite hockey player?" And I was like, "Mike Messier." And he's like, "Oh, you probably didn't know this, but he's coming to to for us to interview in in like an hour." Oh, cool! And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is gonna be so cool!" So, Mark Messier gets there. He signs my uh, credential card uh and he packs up and leaves kiprios turns and looks at me he said you looked like a dog with your tongue hanging out you didn't say a freaking word you just sat there i was speaking of a dog he's telling me it's time to go all right is well our time is up here anyways so uh 
I want to thank you for coming on. I'm glad that you, you know, it was, it was good to sit around, talk some sports, talk some entertainment business. Yeah, man. Talk life. What, what kind of dog is it? It's a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. He's about 60 pounds. He's built like a tank. He has short legs and a big head. And (laughs) so, so he's just like you short with big Uh, head. Oh, okay, Scotty. Okay. <laughs> okay, brother. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you next time I see you. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, right, I brother. love you. You take it All easy. Love, man. You take care. Thanks for having me. Tell on, the brother. family I said hi. I will. God bless. Right. You too. Bye. Peace.